don't know why I say goodbye. I say hello. Ooh, hello. 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 Um, are you also just like not even going to tell me that you guys bought BS PSLs in Charlotte for the football? Like literally you just like low key drop that on your personal Instagram. And everybody was like, oh my God, Christy. I'm like, what? They're like, do you not watch her story? I'm like, no, I selfishly only watch my own story. So that's I right. Anybody that else? is right. We are official. I, I, I don't think they're really called PSL owners because it's for the Panther stadium license. Right. It is at Panther Stadium, Bank of America, but we're season ticket holders. So I don't know if that was really smart or really dumb of us because Michael and I live in D.C. and now we're season ticket holders for Charlotte FC soccer. Um, Yes, it was very smart because it will force you guys to move back to Charlotte, which I've been talking into existence (laughs) since literally even two months before you decided to move up there. So when does the season start? So season starts April 2022. So you have a year to move home. Yep. And to be honest, it couldn't fall in a more perfect time because our lease is up at the end of May. So let's just keep our fingers crossed that some sort of job opening will pop up in Charlotte. I've already told my boss like, hey, Ken, I mean, I kind of want to skedaddle back home eventually if there's any openings that happen to pop up. You know, I would want to stay with this company, obviously. And he's like super, super cool about it. Okay. Okay. So we just got to get you back to, I mean, like I said, I've been talking about it for a very long time now. So the fact that there's like something official, officially tying you back to Charlotte. Yes. It's crazy. The best feeling in the entire world. But you have a 5k to run, don't you? Because that sounds miserable. So, okay. What day is today? The 24th. I'm running a virtual 5k on April 17th. So what I'm thinking is What I'm thinking is, since I've not trained at all, is that maybe I'll just like put my Apple watch on and tell it that I'm running and just like get on a bike. Put it on Nelly, throw the ball (laughs) for her a few times. (laughs) I'll like win some like world record for fastest. Is that how the virtual 5Ks work then? You set it up to your Apple watch. So then it, it tracks your mileage. I don't think, I think it's just like an on your honor system. I think it's just honor system. You run it where you want to, whenever you want to that day. And then you send your time in. So Sarah um, texted me this guys. And she just texted me the link to this 5k. And I texted her back. Like, what is this? Is <laughs> Why are you doing it? Right. Why like, are you sending this to me? You know, I, mean, I don't run. Christine, two and a half or a year and a half ago, I like was doing a lot of working out. Like I did triathlons. Yeah, you freaking killed it. I I know. And then I broke a rib and it went all downhill from there. Like I did not, I did not train with longevity in mind. Let's just say that. And so it's been probably an equal amount of, it's probably been 18 months since I've done anything above a walk. And well, it's only three, I mean, three miles is still a lot, but I think point two, yeah, you're going to, you're going to do really well. I think you should really do it. It well, might the, spark like that inner flame under your butt, you know, for you. The to- reason why I did it is because Steve, it's Steve Smith's, um, lace up sun 5k. So right. it's not just anybody's 5k. I mean, it's for a good cause. It's for the Steve Smith family foundation. Um, but also one of like the perks is, First of all, if we raise the most money, I get, I think something signed by Steve Smith, a signed pair of game day cleats. All right, Steve. So we what? have to fundraise. I need to start fundraising. I will put it on the, our link in our bio on Instagram. So this is also a plug to follow us on Instagram, but <laughs> I'll link the donations Bye. page there. Um, just like right above our NCAA tournament bracket link. And that way people can go in there and donate if they want to. I think the highest number, like the, the highest person who's fundraised the most, I think it's like 200 bucks. So it's nothing. Sarah, crazy. can you imagine if we won that, um, w- Steve Smith would be like, oh, damn it. Sports this again. They show up, <laughs> they, they stalk me. He's going to think that we stalk him. But anyways, Happy Thursday, Sis Squad. Today, we are going into week 24, episode 24 of It's Sports Sis. We have a very special guest joining us today. 
He is none other than our older brother, Rishon the Third. Welcome in, Martin. And Woo! don't you have some sort of like title after your name since you're a lawyer, Martin? Yeah. Well, first off, thanks for having me. I'm actually really excited to be here. Um, um, it's kind of awesome what you guys have done with this show already. Uh, technically, I have like JD after my name, but you don't even see that in emails because you just kind of look pretentious if you do that. What does JD stand for? Juris Doctor or Juris Doctorate. Juris Doctorate. Got it. And you fancy. graduated from Charlotte School of Law in 2012. Is that right? That's right. Which would mean that you've got nine years, you old man, of law experience. So. Yeah. We've well, done. Martin is going to kind of break down. So everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson, we're going to break down for you guys. But Martin is going to break it down even further yeah. in the sense of the law, really. He's going to talk to us about what it necessarily means with the law. So first things first, Deshaun Watson is completely in hot water. Is completely in hot water right now because he now has, I believe... 14 sexually assault cases charged against him at the moment, but there's 24 claims. Yes. So Martin, I think first, this was not on the sheet, but 14 cases mm-hmm. and 24, 14 official cases, but 24 claims, claims. Like, what does that mean? Uh, well, that could mean a couple of things. Um, assuming the attorney in, uh, in Texas has actually filed lawsuits. Um, those could be the 14 cases. And then there might be an additional women uh, who have made claims against Deshaun Watson who um, have not either signed up to be represented by, I think his name is Busby, yeah. um, by him or somebody else, or who have not just filed a lawsuit in their own name. Or, I mean, I guess the lawyer could, be, could deem their story like not as credible, which sounds like terrible to say, so that maybe he doesn't have like a leg to stand on by making it an official case. Right, well, um, you know, in a case like this, I'm sure there's all sorts of people. um, And uh, one thing you have to consider when making, filing a case, whether as a prosecutor or as a, a private or a civil attorney like Mr. Busby is, is you know the credibility of people making allegations yeah um, and if somebody comes forward either because you know for whatever motive they might have with a false allegation against Deshaun Watson and he prosecutes that or he moves that case forward then it could hurt the credibility of his other clients got it got it okay that makes sense so rewind we kind of jumped right into the nitty-gritty christine right what is happening what are these 14 i mean obviously you said they were alleging sexual assault and inappropriate conduct against deshaun watson but what's the story what's kind of the gist of what's happening and why they're coming forward and like what happened so first and foremost deshaun watson you guys is the quarterback of the houston texans there's been a lot of drama going on surrounding his name right now because he hasn't wanted to play for houston but Houston's not really willing to give up, give the him up yet. Then all of this came out almost, I don't know, has it even been a month since all that drama started, Sarah? I would say probably the quarterback drama started at, like right after the Super Bowl, which if you can believe okay. it, the Super Bowl was about a month and like 10 days ago or 20, month That's, and a couple weeks ago. Right. Okay. So, I mean, it's been a short timeline, right? And what's been going on with Deshaun Watson right now is there's all these allegations Um, during massages like so he has all these different massage therapists that come to his house and they all have come out with very similar stories about Deshaun exposing himself and telling the female masseuse to massage his private parts and his inner thighs and intimidating them once the act is complete by saying you know I want to make you sign a non-disclosure agreement which no I won't make you sign a non-disclosure agreement but don't ever talk about this or something similar to that, right? So it's a very- It's almost like a threat, right? Yeah, it's like a very intimidating like thing, right? Like, you know who I am, you know what I'm capable of. 
like you don't want to ruin your career, neither do I. So basically just keep your mouth shut and I won't make you sign an NDA. And there was one very brave woman that came forward first and came out and said that he sexually assaulted her. And within days, Sarah, I mean, maybe even hours, I'm not really sure the timeline of it, but all of a sudden, all of these new cases started coming out. All these new women started stepping forward and saying that he did the same exact thing to them. So at yeah. this point, it's not even he said, she said, right? It's he said, she said, she said, she said, she said, she said. Yeah. So he's definitely in some hot water, but I'm glad so, that Martin's here because I do want to kind of talk about what a non-disclosure agreement is. Mar like, why would he, why would Deshaun Watson have these women sign a non-disclosure agreement? Or they didn't, they did not sign a non-disclosure agreement. But why would he threaten right. them with it? Why would they threaten a non-disclosure agreement? So based on what you're telling me, it actually uh, seems kind of dumb on his part because it might've, um, helped protect him uh, to a certain extent. Um, so a non-disclosure agreement, first and foremost, is uh, usually it's a private agreement. Um, so usually uh, non-disclosure agreements might be used by celebrities, um, but like maybe if they hire a babysitter, like a, a babysitter of the right kind of high-powered celebrity mm -hmm. might have to sign a non-disclosure agreement um, in which they promise not to disclose things that they see at the house, right? Or during family interactions. Helps them keep their privacy. And usually uh, an NDA uh, comes with money attached to it. Um, nobody primarily will sign them without being paid for it. Um, there, there's also the requirement of what they call consideration contracts. You know, if I promise to do something for you, but you don't do anything in return, it's not really a valid contract. Um, in this case, uh, him saying, I'm not going to make you sign an NDA, but don't go public with this. Like I could make your life miserable or, you know, come after you in some, in some way is more of an overt threat or at least implied um, and doesn't help protect, protect him. him. Yeah. From, it doesn't protect him. It's right. basically just saying to them, I'm acknowledging that what I just did was wrong and I'm not going to make you sign something that that gags you, that makes you not say anything. I'm not going to pay you to do that. But I'm clearly like telling you with this statement that what I just did was wrong, but I'm not going to make you sign an NDA. So just keep your mouth shut. Like it's such an intimidating. I'm, you know, I'm sorry, but. I do have to chime in here because in our last episode, Sarah, we spoke on NDAs and between the drama between A-Rod and Madison LaCroix and J-Rod. Yes. A-Rod yes. had Madison LaCroix, Martin, who is this celebrity who just got, became famous from a Bravo TV show. Um, and there was allegations that A-Rod and Madison LaCroix were seeing each other behind J-Lo's back, but he had her sign a non-disclosure agreement. So she couldn't speak his name ever. Right, right. And he probably paid her a pretty penny to do that. Oh, I'm but, sure. Like now, like, can you say, like, can Madison LaCroix say, I cannot say that because I signed a non-disclosure agreement? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're, if they had an NDA that it actually prohibited her from discussing. Um, the NDA. The that NDA. makes sense because she now, never said anything about it. Now, her agreement with him is always subject to like probably agreements between them and also you know what general stuff is going on in public so I actually looked this up and she uh had made a statement saying that uh you know she'd never had a relationship with him right behind JLo's back and they had had short conversations mm -hmm. I guarantee you that that was probably cleared through him and his his people right if there is an NDA in place um they also, just because there's like a technical violation of something does not mean it's always worth going to court, right? Got it. So not, it's not worth going to court for or like pursuing? Or trying to enforce, right? Sometimes these things might have what they call liquidated damages, meaning you don't have to prove that you were hurt and that you like lost money, but for every violation, you have to pay a certain amount of money or things yeah. like that. But even, so even that might have blowback on the person trying to enforce it. So in this case, A-Rod, uh, may not have, even if she did not clear that statement with him, might not want to try and enforce it because then people will be asking more questions about the NDA. Right. Uh, NDAs also, guys, even if uh, 
even if uh, what's the name Deshaun Watson had enforced or had them sign an NDA, um, they are often not enforced to the extent that they cover illegal conduct or prohibit somebody from discussing illegal conduct. Got uh, it. So if Deshaun Watson sexually assaulted these women um, in various forms and they were, say, called to testify at trial, he could not then sue them or try to enforce NDAs for them discussing his illegal conduct. So right now, um, they're just civil complaints, right? They're no, it's nothing criminal as of right now. But what, what's the difference between civil complaints and criminal complaints? Sure. So a, uh, it basically comes down to stuff from the government, something from the government, which is criminal, and civil, which is something initiated by a, uh, a private party. So as a personal injury attorney, if you are one of my clients, say you get hurt by somebody and we can't reach an, uh, an agreement with that other person's insurance company, we'll initiate a lawsuit. That's, that's a civil complaint. In fact, the lawsuit that we file is called a complaint. Mm -hmm. Now, there can be overlap between them in that civil facts found out during the course of a lawsuit in a civil complaint could be used by the state as the basis for criminal charges. Okay. Or vice versa. Sometimes criminal charges come first and then there's a, a civil lawsuit afterwards. Got it. So the fact that these like, okay, so say for example, one of these women who are alleging these things, you know, against Deshaun Watson would have picked up the phone and called 911 after, you know, one of these incidences or alleged incidences and mm -hmm. said, I don't know what just happened, but I think this just happened like this. And this is kind of the details. Would that automatically make it a criminal case? It could trigger one. So uh, every jurisdiction is different. Um, North Carolina is actually one of the few where you as a private person can go down to the magistrate and kind of swear out charges on somebody. Usually it requires uh, police investigations. And this is kind of where things get tricky yeah. because you know, uh, with the whole kind of, um, you know, Me Too thing uh, and movement and people realizing that a lot of times women were not being taken seriously when they should have. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, 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 and especially, you know, if you've got male detectives kind of not, not taking a woman at her, at her word the way you should. And, you know, plus, especially with somebody in Sean Watts, like with like a high powered celebrity behind it. It's intimidating. It. It's intimidating. Part of it's, you know, like the, you know, like that's part of how uh, Harvey Weinstein was able to get away with all his abuse for so long. Um, and so in this case, like say they called 911, um, the police would still have to investigate and probably make a referral to the, of some sort of file charges themselves to the prosecutor. To okay. Okay. Got it. So you said because these are civil cases, basically the first woman um, came forward and went to a lawyer that she knew, this Busby dude in Houston, and said, this is what happened. And then as soon as she came forward, and I guess he probably went public with it, that's when all of the other women were like, oh my gosh, me too, me too, me too, me too, me too. Right. So now it's up to 14. They're all civil cases, but based off of their findings for the civil case, if the state deems any detail criminal, they could pursue criminal charges against Deshaun Watson in that case. It's possible, yeah, depending. I mean, there's a, uh, a ton of criminal charges in just about every jurisdiction that could have them. So they would have to, there's what they call elements of a crime. So they would usually, the prosecutors would have to um, take what these individual, each of these individual women are saying. Mm -hmm. uh, and compare them to different statutes and determine if they apply and whether they think that they can prove uh, that case beyond a reasonable doubt. Got it. Got it. Jury. Okay. Okay. So let's just take, because a reminder, you guys, this is just a civil case, right? I don't want to say just, but it's a civil case right now, right? It is not a criminal case. So what I don't understand, and I'm sure everybody who's listening doesn't understand either, is if Deshaun Watson is guilty of, let's say, all 14 of these civil cases, what does that mean for Deshaun? Does he go to jail? Does he just owe all of them a big check? Is he kicked out of the league? Or is that like a separate thing? Like how does that whole thing of punishment work for him? So probably the money in the league issue. So uh, as far as a civil case goes, you have to usually prove 
um, what they call a duty of breach, and that duty, you know, causation and damages. Uh, in this case, sexual assault, um, assuming they prove a sexual assault happens, um, and in civil cases, it's what they call a preponderance of the evidence, basically more than 50%, uh, which is less than what's required in a criminal case, which is beyond reasonable doubt. Got so, it. Okay, that's helpful. So it takes less to prove a civil case than it does a criminal case. That's right. You could literally say, um, if you've got two sides offering completely different versions of events, um, you could literally tell the jury, hey, if you think it's 51% or 50.1% chance that this actually happens, then you need to find for the, for the plaintiff, for the, for the woman making these claims. Got it. So they've got text messages, they've got DMs, you know, on Instagram that are showing follow-ups from Deshaun Watson, apologies, whatever. I mean, that would be in my case beyond a reasonable doubt if they really are the receipts that he's saying that he has, right. but he doesn't necessarily need those to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. He just needs more than 50%. That's right. Win the civil case for these individual women. Okay. That's right. He also okay. came out and tweeted on his Twitter that I have never, quote unquote, I have never treated any woman with anything other than the utmost respect. Yeah. Okay. And I, I believe when you told me about that, I, I, I said, shut the, shut the F up to Sean. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This can be used against you. And, reminder, and, and, reminder, Martin's a lawyer, you guys. So he's always giving us lawyer tips. And one of his tips <laughs> all the time. We can't say the F word on here without getting bleeped out, but let's do it all at the same time. So we all get bleeped out at the same time. One, two, three. Shut, Shut the, the f up. up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you're dealing with, whether you're dealing with the police, it's usually the case, especially if they're investigating you or have pulled you over, it can't help. Um, in somebody like this is case, you know, I, I think I mentioned to you, Sarah, that you know, imagine this goes to trial, which yeah. I doubt it would, because especially if this Busby guy's got a bunch of money, Deshaun Watson's going to keep it all out of the public eye. Yeah. Um, so he'll probably end up paying a lot more money for that. You know, I, imagine me putting that, blowing that up onto a, a poster board, having him on trial and say, you know, you know, Mr. Watson, were you, you know, treating, you know, my client with the utmost respect when you sexually assaulted her? Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like literally that like every single claim. Like, were you treating her with the utmost respect when you did this? Were you treating her with the utmost respect when you said this, when you texted this, when you DM this? So like you said, it's textbook. This could be used against you in a court of law. Yeah. Right. Like, shut the F up. Keep, keep your mouth <laughs> shut. If you guys learn anything from this <laughs> podcast episode, Shut the F up when it comes to talking to the law. Okay. Yeah. yeah shut the F up. So um, on that point, Martin, mm -hmm. you know, kind of rewind a little bit. Busby did try apparently to settle this outside of the public eye when the first woman came into the picture. So when the first woman came forward to Tony and said, or Mr. Busby and said, you know, this happened, Mr. Busby called Deshaun's agent slash lawyer at the time, he's since hired a very high powered attorney, but I guess his attorney is, is also um, his manager and agent and um, said, you know, let's settle this. This is happening. And he blew him off. He basically sent Busby, you know, go to hell. This is, you know, there, there's no basis. And then fast forward, here we are now, right? Obviously right. he blew him off. And he said, there's nothing to settle on. Good luck. And 14 cases later, we've got a full-blown civil case against Deshaun Watson. So in that case, and this is just, you know, for me more than anything else, if they would have settled after the first woman came forward and it wouldn't have hit the public of what happened, let's say, you know, these 13 other women weren't brave enough to come forward, right? Right. Like, does that literally just mean this woman and Busby get paid by Deshaun Watson and it disappears? Probably. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, insane. I mean, what we don't know, I mean, we don't know what Busby went to this guy with, right? Yeah. Did Busby go, you know, I, in this first woman, um, I don't know if it's, uh, if she's the one with all these different, you know, text messages and emails and DMs and things. Um, I don't know if he brought that stuff to the agent lawyer or not. Um, a lot of agents are lawyers and chances are this guy probably, you know, 
this guy, if Busby didn't have it, if Busby's saying, well, this is what my client's telling me, but doesn't provide him anything else, that guy's probably saying, well, this is just, you know, someone trying to extort my client. Gotcha. Uh, and so it's more understandable if, uh, if he blew Busby off for that. Now, yeah. if Busby brought all this stuff forward, you know, a bunch of documentation, and the guy still blew him off, that's a little mo bit more egregious uh, from yeah. an attorney's perspective. The last part of this whole thing that I'm, I'm glad you're here for, Martin, is the NFL's and kind of really what, you know, we're talking about here, right? Sports is the NFL's investigation mm -hmm. and what that means for Deshaun Watson. So, you know, the NFL has their own investigative team of lawyers right. and really like you don't necessarily have to be guilty in the court of law to be guilty with the NFL and vice versa, correct? So like the NFL could say, like, well, I guess the question is, what is the difference between the NFL investigation and the civil investigations? And then I've got some follow-up questions from there. Sure, so the uh, a civil investigation, I mean, is probably done by Busby and his team um, and whoever they hire. They, I wouldn't be surprised if they've hired private investigators or just hired extra people to come through their own clients' social media, phones, everything else to prove the authenticity of, mm -hmm. um, allegations. of, of their allegations. Okay, sorry, um, I'm gonna interrupt you just before you move on. Mm -hmm. um, so all these hiring of people from Busby, all I see is dollar signs, right? So is he fronting all of this money and just doing this pro bono in hopes that he's going to get a cut of what Deshaun Watson will pay his clients? It's quite, pro it's prop. Uh, I would say probable more. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Likely. Sorry. That's okay. Um, as far as, you know, the NFL investigation, they do tend to hire lawyers. Uh, I wouldn't, I'm not surprised by that at least. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know a whole lot about who they tend to hire or why, but they, they make the rules. And so, uh, you know, there are cases where, and I can't remember the guy's name. Um, his last name was Rice. He was the guy who beat up his girlfriend in the elevator. Uh, mm -hmm. He was the Ravens running back. Mm -hmm. I mean, that doesn't need a civil outcome or a criminal outcome. Like it's, it's right there in front of your face. Um, and so they could kick him out, um, you know, or put him on the, the commissioner's list or whatever it's called, you know, but in this case, I, I also think that the NFL's investigations tend to be a little bit more political mm -hmm. as far as the yes. NFL is concerned. Absolutely. I mean, and I they, think personally, sorry, Martin, I'm just going to interrupt. I think personally, I would like to hear more from the NFL, right? I mean, since this has happened, all the NFL has come out and said is under investigation. And based on the history, show us, show us that there's a real process, you know, a real investigation, show some transparency, transparency here, because the behavior that Deshaun Watson allegedly showed is not okay. And I would like the NFL to come forward and just show that they respect women and that they protect women because statistically speaking, NFL supporters are 47% female. So we support you NFL. We would like to see a little bit of support from you. Yes, 100%. So yeah, I mean, Christina kind of piggyback off that. The NFL did reach out to Tony Busby via letter to him um, that the league, the NFL has quote, open an investigation into these allegations and request the cooperation of Busby's clients in the investigation, including Zoom interviews with the women. Um, and so I think, like you said, they're keeping their communication with the, the press very short um, and yeah. saying that they're opening an investigation. Um, but it, it doesn't even seem like it started based off of this letter to Busby, right? It's just yeah. like, hey, we want to start the investigation. We need your cooperation in order to do what we need to do. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, there's no transparency there. So yeah. it would be nice if they were, they had some sort of a spokesperson coming out and telling us like, this is our process. This is kind of how we do things. Um, right. And this is kind of how different, you know, scenarios and the timing of things and how they're going to, you know, roll out from here, if that makes sense. Well, Martin, too, I mean, you made a point that you said, you know, are, is the NFL going to put Deshaun Watson on the exempt commissioners list? So I think, Sarah, we should kind of get into what that even is. Yeah. What, what is the commissioner's exempt list? 
It's basically just paid leave until there is some sort of conclusion to these cases. He could potentially be put on the um, commissioner's exempt list. And so, yes, like we said, it's basically paid leave and it's removing the player from the public eye. So he's right. not playing in any games. He can still practice with the team, but until a scenario is finalized, until it's completed, until there's either some, um, you know, civil case that has been finalized or the NFL's case and investigation has been finalized, some sort of finality in a situation, they place that player on the, the commissioner exempt list. I always say it, want to say the opposite, the exact commissioner's list. And I'm so curious to see what happens with this now, because now with all the drama going on with Houston to begin with, is Houston even going to drop Deshaun now? Because they're having to pay him without him even showing up. Right. right. So, well, potentially this is all just, again, alleged. yeah. This is alleged. This is all hearsay, right? This is potential scenarios that could play out that could happen. Yep. He could be placed on the commissioner's exempt list, in which case he would stay with the Houston Texans. He would not play with the Houston Texans, but he, he would still be getting paid by the Houston Texans. So Unless the Houston Texans cut him. Yes, it would literally be worst case scenario for the Houston Texans if they wanted to keep him and kind of roll with him through this whole thing. And then what do you say, Christine, unless the Houston Texans want to cut him? Unless they want to cut him. And then in that case, he's open for other teams to grab. However, it would be a huge PR stunt, right? It would just be a lot of drama surrounding it. He may or may, I mean, again, this is all alleged. Who really knows what's going to happen? But once they cut him, he's still going to be on the commissioner's exemplist. And therefore the team who picks him up is going to have to pick up the salary that the Houston Texans had agreed with him and not ha and not have him play for them for the first, yeah. however long he's on the list. Right. I know so it's kind of a very, nobody bizarre... would probably pick him up in that case. Right. Yeah. It's a very bizarre scenario. That being said, I mean, I did look into, you know, rewind, you know, what feels like two years ago, it was really only like two months ago Deshaun Watson, not even two months ago, saying that he wants to leave the Houston Texans and, you know, people um, and teams, specifically the Carolina Panthers, freeing up our cap space to mm -hmm. trade, trade, trade for him, right? And, um, you know, you would assume these teams would publicly come out and be like, nope, not interested anymore. But shockingly enough, the teams who had said that they were interested in Deshaun when he first came out and said that he was interested in leaving Houston have still said that they were interested per ESPN. I mean, which the Eagles, the Panthers, the Jets, Dolphins, 49ers, and Broncos are all a part of. So like you said, these are all, you know, alleged scenarios um, that have happened. The civil cases are going to be going through. So we'll just kind of see how things play out. Um but yeah, we'll just kind of, we're going to have to wait and see how it goes because it's so up in the air right now. And I'm very curious. I hope that, you know, I think he, I, I hope that if these cases are true, that he gets what he deserves. Yeah, me too. Point and, blank period. And if I could make just kind of follow up on one thing about the NFL's investigation is, I mean, they're probably reliant on Busby and the, the women's cooperation. There's only so much that they can do. Yeah. Um, because Busby, if he's not ready to move forward, is definitely not going to have those uh, women cooperate um, until he's ready to do so. Oh, um, with, and with so, so many cases. Uh, and I would suspect there's also procedures that the NFL, remember, they have the collective bargaining agreement with the Players Association, the union, um, that protects players' interests. And so the NFL might be limited in what they can disclose during an ongoing investigation oh. uh, per their agreement with the NFL PA. Got it. Got it. So this all could take, I mean, if Busby's not ready, then he could basically just be in the background building a case and then tell the NFL once his case is built, okay, I've prepped my clients. We have all of the, um, evidence that I feel like we need, I can now allow my clients to be a part of your investigation. But that could be like, how long is this whole process going to take? Honestly, I mean, it could take, if it were an actual lawsuit, it could take years. Uh, but I suspect Deshaun Watson is going to uh, pay a lot of money 
to keep this as under wraps as possible. At least that's what yeah. I would, you know, that's the way I see it happening. Got it. Got it. And he's got it. He's got the money. He so he's probably going to use it. I know, but in that case, he'll make a lot, he'll spend a lot of money to make the civil cases go away, but the NFL still will not go away. The NFL still is going to want to know what happened. And will the NFL punish him and suspend him? Or will they put him on the commissioner's exempt list? I don't know. We'll have to see. Right. We'll have to see how this all pay, plays out. But Martin, you are the best. You. you are seriously amazing. I'm hugging you. All of the lawyer knowledge on us today, talking through the whole crazy Deshaun Watson situation. If you think of anything else that you need to talk to us about, let us know. Guys, I love you. And i uh, super excited to be on here. And um, if you ever want to have your, your lame older brother on here again, just, you know, let me know. Mwah! Mwah! Love you, older brother. Love you, love you, love you. Bye. Love you guys. All right, bye. So there was obvious, that's obviously a lot of drama surrounding the NFL right now, but I do think we should move into the drama of the NCAA bracket busters, Sarah, because there have been some mind blowing bracket busters. And the very first one of those was Oral Roberts beating Ohio State. And they are the lowest seed in the Sweet 16, Christine. So there are Three one seeds, two two seeds, one three seed, one four seed, two five, one six, one seven, one eight, one eleven. I'm sorry, two eleven, one twelve, and one fifteen. And Oral Roberts is bringing up the caboose on that one. Talk about the Cinderella story. Seriously amazing. Yeah, we were just talking about Cinderella stories, and this is one of them. As much as I wanted to hate Oral Roberts for screwing up my entire bracket. Also, shout out to Rebecca Painter. Um, she's my friend here in Ashburn. Girl, you don't even know basketball and you are in first place. And this is why we said to do your brackets. You guys, okay, Rebecca, I don't know you, but Christine's told me about you. And <laughs> my husband, literally, so my, so Travis is like 30. He keeps changing his name. I don't even know what his name is anymore. But um, um, You mean on the bracket challenge, not in real life. Huh? On the bracket challenge, not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> My husband just keeps changing his name. I don't even know what his name is anymore. <laughs> I'm, dead. I'm dead. That's hysterical. Yes. On the NCAA Bracket Challenge, Travis keeps changing his team name. And so I'm not sure what his team name is in the NCAA Bracket Challenge. That's hysterical. But he's in third and he keeps being like, who's this Rebecca Painter girl? And why does she, why did she pick the teams that she picked? She's so good. And I'm like, honestly, Trav, I think Christine knows her from I texted Rebecca and was like, yo, you are freaking killing it. And she's like, Christine, I don't even watch basketball. That's amazing. it It makes it so much more fun. This is like the perfect scenario for our in sports sisters. Yes. You guys. So many times just fill it out. It makes it so much more fun to watch. I'm look. pretty sure I'm in last place and I want to blame Oral Roberts for that, but it's not Oral Roberts fault. I'm very yeah. happy for Oral Roberts. And now I, even though I don't have them winning, obviously I want them to win because they're the only 15 seed left. And yes. that would be a huge Cinderella story and so heartwarming. Yes. But okay, Christine, we need to give, drop some knowledge about Oral Roberts. Apparently Oral Roberts was like one of the most Googled like um, words or two words. Where is it? Okay. So it is a private Christian university in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And there's only under 4,000 students. Only 4,000. Wow. I know. And for comparison, Virginia Tech, I think you said has how many? 37. Virginia Tech has 37,000 students. That's okay. freaking insane. They only have 4,000. It's a, So it's a tiny, tiny university. It is absolutely tiny. And I had to ask you while we were researching, why is it called Oral Roberts? So there was a man named Oral Roberts, and he happens to be the founder and the evangelist of Oral Roberts University. So they named it after the founder an evangelist Oral Roberts. I don't think, I think 95% of people who filled out a bracket had no idea who Oral Roberts was. Obviously, wow. if it was the most Googled two words after that loss. Another Cinderella story that has been a Cinderella story um, really 
in 2019, they were a Cinderella story too, is Loyola of Chicago, yeah. who is the eight seed and their team is cool, whatever. They've got a really, there's a guy with like a weird stash. So the Ramblers. The Ramblers, yes. But their team's great, but the MVP is Sister Jean. Oh, don't you just want to hug her? I want to hug her every single time I see her on camera. I want to go hug my TV. And actually right now my heart's melting into my stomach. Just thinking. So who is sister Jean? Jean Dolores Schmidt. She's the chaplain for the men's basketball team. Dolores Schmidt. It could be a song. Jean Dolores Schmidt. Dolores Schmidt. Her name name is my name too. Whenever we go out. The people, people go, go ramblers. Da, 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 Okay. So she's the chaplain. Chaplain's basically like a pastor for the basketball team. She like says prayers for them. And I think she travels with them. But Christine, this is the most amazing part about this. She is five feet tall and 101 years old my heart 101 years old and still shows up to every single game august 21st of 1919 19 19 pink and cutest she gives like i said pregame prayers to the team but they're like scouting reports and it's adorable because like she knows so much about not just her team but the other team and so they're they're supposed to be prayers but they're more like pep talks and about statistics and how we, they can beat the other team like for sure, she's the MVP. And oh, absolutely. Chicago team ticket. Let me also say that she is on Cameo. And so <gasps> Sarah and I applied for a Cameo from Sister Jean because we love her so much. We wanted to get a video message from her. So if we get that, you already know it's not just going on our story. It's going on our grid. Yes. Because- reels. She deserves, she deserves a good spot for sure. So don't forget, yes, there's tons of bracket busters. Everybody's bracket is busted except for Rebecca Painters, whatever. (laughs) But mine is busted because I picked Virginia Tech to go the entire way. Don't at me. I was very hopeful. I understand that. So I am pretty sure, pretty sure Christine's in last. I'm like second to last. So we've done really terrible in our own bracket group, but it's fine. The Sweet 16, which is the group of 16 teams that is left in the NCAA tournament, is this weekend. It starts on Saturday. I'm pretty sure first tip off, tip off is at 2 o'clock. And yep. we've got games all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Talk about the best weekend. It's supposed to be beautiful out. I'm going to open up all my windows, open up all my doors, and I'm putting my TV outside and I'm watching basketball. Even though I am already in last place, I'm still so excited to see who goes. I have Baylor winning, so who knows? I mean, I may, it's, my bracket still may come through. We, we don't know, okay? We are not sure. And there is a lot going around um, in the NFL world too, Christine. There's too much really to talk about free agency, but we've talked about free agency a lot. It's basically just a gigantic game of go fish, right? Do you have any wide receivers? No, go fish. Do you have any... <laughs> quarterbacks no go fish do you have any wide receivers I'll give you a wide receiver if I can have one of you are it's just like a gigantic like bartering system right and Sarah it's strikes again with her analogies <laughs> she strikes again it basically is just a gigantic game of go fish but like I said there's a lot of teams moving there's a lot of players moving too much really to update you guys on but I do want to let you know that whenever you're hearing about players you know moving and going from one team to another it's free agency time baby there's teams who are shopping, you know, other players. There's free agents who are moving to other teams, blah, 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 blah. So there's a lot going on there. But the NBA. NBA. Oh, man. Are we going to talk LaMelo now? Because this tore me apart. I was so sad whenever he. <clears throat> so he injured himself, you guys. Yeah. He hurt his wrists. And in my opinion, I'm like, oh, come on. It's just your wrists, right? But no, he fractured his bones in his right wrist. And so he's going to be out for the rest of the season. Is it the rest of the season? Because I just read something. Hold on. I'm pausing. The last time I did research, it said that he was going to be out for the rest of the season. Now, one guy who is going to be out for the rest of the season is LeBron James, for sure. Yes, because LeBron James did what? He sprained his right ankle during a game against the Atlanta Seahawks. 
Um, I'm pretty, he came down on his, on his ankle, got up, made another play and then fell to the ground. And it's so bad, Sarah, but all I can think about is you when I saw it happen because he was rolling on the ground, screaming in pain, like a big baby. I was like, how rude. I'm like, okay, I know that that hurts really bad, but all I can think about is, oh, big baby LeBron. Oh, I'm such a drama queen. Oh, you mean like I, because of what I said, because I called him a drama queen, not because I'm a drama queen. No, because you called him one. <laughs> well, yes, that too. I'm also a drama queen. Okay. <laughs> um, so Charlotte Hornets announced that guard uh, Lamella Ball underwent a, an MRI in San Antonio. He underwent success, successful surgery on his fractured right wrist. His wrist will be immobilized and he'll be re-evaluated re in four weeks. Okay. So he's out indefinitely, not necessarily for the rest of the season, just indefinitely. So he's young. He's only 19 years old. He'll be forever 19 in my book. Who knows when he turns 20, but anyways, he's 19 years old. And so you can bounce back quick when you're 19 years old, right? I mean, yeah, he's got surgery, but four weeks from now is like the end of April ish. So maybe he'll have a full recovery and be able to play if we make the playoffs. Heal them bones, LaMelo. Heal them bones. Speaking of healing bones, Christine, we need to update you guys on Tiger Woods. So we um, told you guys, of course, we always record on Tuesdays. And I told you there was no update on Tiger Woods. And then on Tuesday night after we were done recording, he came out with a statement that said that he was home in his Florida house recovering. But that's Without fail. Yeah. That happens almost every week. Without fail, we record, we record, yeah, we record on Tuesdays and then we are so excited whenever we're done recording. And then within an hour of us being done recording some big news that we just spoke about changes and is all over the news. Yes. And as a reminder, um, I think I remind you guys this I've had the last three weeks, um, Tiger Woods was in a single car car, um, crash back in February in California and the car rolled and he broke his right foot, um, he shattered his right foot and Tim Fib broke his tibia and fibula. 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 Yeah, so he broke his tibia and fibula and had to have emergency surgery. So he's got posts and rods and something screws and blah, 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 blah. So he was in California healing for a while. He is now back in Florida and everybody was always like, you know, pre-car accident, is he going to make the masters because he was healing from his back surgery that he had in December and that was up in the air. And so he for sure is not going to be at the masters. Um, but the masters, the masters is soon. Honest, I was going to say the masters is in like two weeks. It starts um, on April 5th and goes through the 11th. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. practice rounds are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the actual tournament starts on Thursday and rolls through Sunday. So we researched some tickets to see <gasps> what the price would look like to, if we wanted to go to the masters, which you normally have to be, um, entered into a lottery anyways, but for the, the, I want to say preseason, but it's, um, what is it? Sarah? Practice rounds. For the practice rounds, $1,500 for a ticket for the practice rounds, just the practice rounds. I literally was like, all right. I mean, it's not like the real tournament, but like, I could just go to like a practice round because I have a flexible yeah. schedule right now. Like I'll just go. <laughs> I have I, a like, flexible schedule. I'll look it up. I looked it up and it was like the least expensive one that I could find was $1,500. So at me, if you've got a master's hookup, I mean, I would love to go to the actual tournament, which is Thursday through Sunday, but Preferably not for that much money. Oh my, yeah, <laughs> duh. I'm not trying, no, absolutely not. But I mean, if you've got somebody who can get you a um, practice round ticket, I'm not going to say no either. So yes. And we, you know, guys, we will go into more detail about the masters next week, but as yeah. a refresher, go listen to our bonus episode with Joe, the golf guy, because he'll tell you everything that you need to know about the masters, the history and all the basics of the game of golf. Yes, you got it. All right, Christine, it is time for our very last segment of the day, which is trivia. trivia. While we're on the Masters, I'm going to start off by asking you a question about the Masters. Who won the 2020 Masters tournament? Oh, duh. Oh, I can see his face. 
Dustin Johnson. <laughs> He's a Coastal Carolina boy. Gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shot, huh? Yeah. I see what you did there. All right, my turn. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. One zero, baby. The ice hockey team known as the Bruins play in which city? <laughs> oh my, you said you were going to give me easy one. I went way too easy on you last time. It starts with the same, the city is the same letter as Bruins. Boston. Oh. <laughs> yes. Wow. That was really good, Sarah. Thanks. Oh my good gosh. Job. It just clicked whenever you said the letter. Thank I shouldn't you. Have, okay. I'm going to stop being so nice. No. Okay. Okay. That was good. Thank you for the hint. All right. My last one. What team did Carson Wentz get traded um, to? And what team was he traded from? He was traded from the Eagles to the Lions? Bears. Oh, Titty McGee. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, but you were close with the colors because I know how your brain works. Yes, yes, yes. It was the Colts. The yes. Lions. The Lions have the same colors as the Colts, so I exactly know where your brain was going with that. So yes, Well, at least were... I got where he was coming from, right? Yes, from the Eagles to the Colts. You got it. All right, so I didn't really get that one right. But my question is tennis. The French Open is the only Grand Slam tournament to be held on what surface? Clay. Yeah! You got it! Well, Sarah wins that round again. Go freaking figure. Boom, boom, baby. Pound it. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I went for the middle of the, the screen and you couldn't see Yeah, that. it didn't work. You have to go for the camera. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Well, that wraps up week 24 of It's Sports Sis. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our podcast, and watch us on YouTube. And we'll see you guys next week.